I don't care if this takes 20 minutes, no matter how long this takes, you think and you make sure you get this right. No matter what, get this right. For my platform, what would have been better that night? A Chris Coke win, not a Dylan Jacob win. For me to rig the tournament for Dylan, it makes no sense for the Matty Ice Show. I was depressed after the event. The minute after the event, I felt like I just lost my girlfriend. It was a really weird feeling, bro. Not that like the event went bad or anything. It was just like, it's over with now. And I was really depressed. I couldn't, like, I wanted to cry. I didn't want to go up there and be like, yo, you hear this crowd? You got to take Chris Coke. I didn't want to do that because then I'm taking the judge's opinion away and I'm making it my opinion, but then I'm literally taking the whole integrity away from the yeah. show. This event will be talked about 10 years from now. There's yeah. too many people involved in it. Too many different variables were in it. And mm -hmm. this will be talked about for a long time. However, you want to break that down. Yo, welcome back to the Heating Up Podcast, the hottest podcast in the game. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode. Make sure to hit that like button, subscribe button, follow, rate, all that good stuff. But again, thank you for tuning in to another episode. Six months ago, we had a very special guest, and honestly, one of my favorite guest episodes that we've ever done. Today, we brought him back because a couple weeks ago, he just threw the biggest hip-hop event in Arizona history, and we got the man himself back, Maddie Ice, back on the hottest podcast. Maddie, welcome back, bro. The hottest in the coldest we're doing. Hottest again. coldest. <laughs> we had to, bro. Genuinely, before we even get started, because you know we have so much to talk about. The episode we did six months ago genuinely is one of my favorite episodes. It was a great interview. Honestly, I thought I like the vibe was perfect. The flow of conversation was perfect. So I really appreciate you coming out again. Like, For sure. And again, you're such a busy guy, especially now you're everywhere. But appreciate you taking time. You know, there's a lot we got to talk about about this event. But let's start it off. You were just in Vegas. Rick Ross shows, a couple of stuff like that. How's that been? How was the trip? It was incredible. Um, yeah. So I had the event on August 19th. And then um, the 20th was my birthday. So on the 20th, I went and took a ride to Vegas and um, kind of celebrated my birthday in Vegas, had some dinner out there and just kind of relaxed to be real with you. I was decompressing. Like after this event, um, I needed to decompress. There was so many different elements to it and so many different emotions. And to be real with you, I think... Um, just this past few days, I'm just coming off the emotional roller coaster of the event. Yeah. And I can crazy. imagine, like, again, it's been three weeks. There's been a lot talked about. And before we get into all the mix of that, talk to me a little bit about before the event, starting this. How did this even come about? Like, it, it kind of seemed like a surprise. Obviously, you, you know, this probably took time to set up before you even went public with it. But talk to me about the process before you went public with it and let people know. How long was this even in the works? Um. Okay, so... It's crazy, like, you know, six months ago when we did the interview, this wasn't even talked about, you know, like the the 64 contestant freestyle tournament, the 16 bar freestyle challenge, like, it wasn't even in my head. Um, but then one day I woke up and I'm like, you know what, let's make rap a sport and let's have these artists compete against each other. Let's bring Bel Air involved in it and let's work out a Warehouse 215, a really nice venue, and let's give a cash contest, a cash prize um for these artists and contestants to compete for. And that conversation started. Then I um, brought it to the owner of Bel Air, Brett Barish, who loved it. Um, and we wanted to incorporate Bel Air into the entire tournament. So like even our brackets, like one of the brackets was the Bel Air blue bracket. And then mm -hmm. we had the Lux bracket and the Rose, you know, and the gold bracket. Um, so we kind of branded everything within Bel Air. And then um, it was super dope to see guys like Ross get involved in it. So we were, I was talking to Brett Barish about it, and Brett loved the idea. Um, obviously, Brett's a, a great business owner, and when he sees something, 
um, that he wants to be involved in or that he likes, he jumps on it. So he, he loved the idea of having the tournament and incorporating Bel Air in it. And he told Ross about it. So I woke up one morning, um, maybe a few days after I was discussing this with Bel Air and, and Brett and everything. And Ross goes on his Instagram and he's like, the Matty Ice Luke Bel Air tournament is happening in Arizona. <laughs> and this is what's happening. $10,000 of this person, this person. this." And this is before, truly, we were talking about, you know, we were talking about getting venues and this and that. Yeah. But this was really before we had anything locked down. Wait, you didn't even know he was going to, I thought you guys like planned, no, like, hey, I, make a video. I, I had no clue that he was going to do it at that moment and announce it. No. I you're like, zero so when you saw that video, you're like, oh shit, this is legit. Like we're I in it like, now. Like we're really, really in it. When I saw that video, I was like, okay, um, now I got to get this venue locked down today Go time. and, um, let's get this thing started because we have one of the, the biggest artists in the world that, that loves this. And he supported the event up until the day of, um, actually mm -hmm. he supported it. I was just with him and he just talked about doing the second one. Um, so yeah. he's been incredible. He's been a major supporter of it. He congratulated Deshaun Corey on my page, the winner. Um, he saw the winner. So, um, I think that was, that was great. And, and Ross was behind it. So when he announced it that day, he was the first one to announce the tournament. Um, <laughs> Ross was, so when Ross announced it, I, um, I said, you know what, we're doing it. Um, we were going to do it anyways. I think we, we moved a little quicker after that. And, um, then I was like, now, how am I going to fill 64 contestants um, mm. that want to compete against each other? Um, that wasn't easy. So that was its own grind. And then I had 27 performers that performed and they all performed. That was its own grind. Um, you know, because people are like, Maddie, they looked at my schedule and they're like, bro, how, how are you fitting 27 performers in with, with this tournament? And I said, don't worry, we're going to get it done. Mm. And people didn't think that to that day, people didn't believe it. They thought it was going to be a, a logistic nightmare but we got it done yeah, on paper. I mean, it is like a crazy big feat. And again, having one of the biggest backing it mm -hmm. is like crazy pressure because I was like, okay, now I really got to go. I mean, you kind of talked about it. You kind of answered my next question, but like the biggest worry before all of this started playing out, was it just the scheduling of contestants and getting all this rolling? What was your biggest worry about the whole thing? Man, there's so many, but I think, um, the biggest stressor for me was filling my bracket, which I didn't fill the bracket until, um, maybe a few days before completely. And then, you know, then you fill the bracket and then somebody's sick or somebody can't make it. And then I'm filling in the bracket and mm. getting more people to, you know, standby list. So I think for me, it was filling the bracket and getting the matchup set, um, was not easy. And anybody that would ever attempt to try this, um, will, will realize how hard that is. Also, you're, you're getting artists to compete against each other. Not every artist wants to sign up and go on camera to get, to get to lose. And everybody thinks they're going to win, but eventually you're going to lose. Yeah. Unless you win. Um, so, you know, not every artist wants to go and have, have a piece of that either. You know, and just talking about that, I'm thinking about one of the like most controversial stuff that started mm -hmm. right when it spiraled. You know, we're talking about Arizona rap. Merkham's mm -hmm. name comes to mind. And this obviously trended a little bit because Merkham's one of the best freestylers in Arizona is not doing the tournament. Right. I, th I thought he was going to be my first entry, to be honest with you. And that's what I wanted to ask. Like, did, what, did this catch you off guard a little bit? Because... And did you understand his reasoning? Because again, he was he was talking about he brought up the price point, and that started to become a conversation when he talked about why he wasn't joining. How yeah, but we offered Merkham's a free slot. Oh, you did? Yeah, we offered Merkham's a free slot. Okay, uh, do I don't do people know that? Yeah, I, I believe Two Tone announced it. He um, did. Yeah, we offered Merkham's a free slot. I don't really think it was the money for Merkham's. Yeah, just the the status. He's like, I'm. What did above he say? That. What did you hear that he said? What just based on what I saw, based on like the Instagram and the other podcasts talking about it, just how like 
one money was a factor. I could be wrong about this, so don't quote me. But money was a factor. How like anybody could pay to get in, so he really didn't feel like it was it was a, a valid that. competition. Sure, that's what I heard. Another thing, he's like, I already worked my way up on all these stuff. Why would I go ahead and compete with these people who aren't on my level? Got you. Which you know, and again, respect to him. He he's amazing at his craft. So, but but did you take that in a slight disrespectful way? So I respect Merkham's as an artist. I respect his manager Bryce and his team. So um. I respect his choice not to come do it. Mm. Um, did I agree with it? I didn't agree with it. Um, but do I respect it? Sure. I respect his choice as an artist and respect mm. his um, what he's done and his path. Um, and his management, Bryce, and his team and himself decided that it wasn't for them. But to say, um, you know, he's worked himself way up to here and done this. Well, I have guys like Oswin Benjamin that um, joined the competition that won La Russell's challenge or that won Bobby Schmurter's challenge um, just recently for 25000 And he has a lot of accolades to himself as it is. Um, we have Dylan Jacob who was signed, to, um, who, who did the four with Diddy and Khaled. So we've had a lot of artists, Vida Ruler. Um, we've had a lot of artists that have done a lot of things. Um, that have done maybe even more than Merkham's. But what I will say is, is that um, I respect his decision not to do it. There's no bad blood there between me and Merkham's or anything like that. Mm -hmm. And I think that he's a hell of an artist. Yeah. And plus, like, I, I'd imagine you saw the little diss track. It wasn't on you. It was kind of on the podcast. No, I saw that. And stuff. He, yeah, I you saw that. you think that helped, like, the controversy behind it? Do you think it was helping? Or did you kind of be like, okay, it's kind of hurting my competition? Well, how did you view it? I, I think anything that is talking about the show is helping it. Mm. Um, I would have loved to see Merkham's enter it. I think he would have done really well. He we could have even have. won it. I don't know. Um, I, we had the right winner in Deshaun Corey. Yeah. But, you know, I would have loved to see Merkham's enter it. Uh, he didn't. Maybe he'll enter a future one later mm -hmm. on the road. Um, I thought it was for him, you know, because these that that's his lane and yeah. he shines and he can really go do that stuff. Yeah. Um, so it would have been cool to have him. But, again, I understand why he didn't. And um, I got nothing but respect for what he's doing. Yeah. And I really respect his manager. So Fair enough. Yeah, credit to him. A uh, couple other beefs before the competition started. Mm -hmm. You saw Dylan Jacob, Chris Coke kind of tripping yeah. back and forth, starting to get the hype up a little yep. bit. Um, were you worried at all about, you know, certain – because, again, like you said, everyone feels like, okay, I'm going to win. I'm going to win. And, you know, competition comes talking shit. People start doing their own thing. They start talking shit back and forth. Sometimes it can turn into bad blood. Did you start getting worried a little bit like, okay, maybe this might escalate into something I got to really watch out for? Do I got to focus on security at this event? Am I worried about something happening? What was going through your mind? So I think whenever you're dealing with an event like this with a, a tournament and a freestyle competition and money on the line, um, egos are going to be high. Mm -hmm. um, Testosterone is going to be running <laughs> through that building. And people want to win the money. And um, I think you got to take security seriously in all situations um, with a big crowd or especially in an event like this. So we made sure we had like 20 security guards on site. Um, a lot of these artists came with their own security as well. Mm. So that was nice to just have extra protection there. Yeah. I wasn't worried as far as like um, something happening at the venue, to be honest with you. I, I think that everybody there at least handled that side of it all as a true professional at the venue. Mm -hmm. And then coming into it, starting the event was everything like, good on plan like just to check because again there's so many moving parts in this whole thing it literally works up right down to the minute did anything go wrong or did anything stress you out before coming up to it um other than the brackets filling because i know you said that was there's kind a of couple things cool. that happened at the show that like went like big doobies mike went out at the championship round that was crazy yeah um, and he took it like such an he i love big doobie um he was I, phenomenal and he was phenomenal Killed it. and yeah. his mike went out in the championship round when he was going off and like the fact that he didn't complain 
and the fact that he just and that was for the ten thousand, like that was the round from yeah. ten grand. The fact that he didn't complain, um, and just like shook my hand afterwards and was appreciative of the opportunity, I'll never forget that. Like to me, that was way more than ten thousand. Like that him doing that, like if I ever have the opportunity to get him on a song with that person or that person or that person, I'm doing it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like because that's respect- g- genuinely. Like no. I'm doing it because I want to do it. Of course. Um, but yeah, there's little things that happen, you know, like artists, a couple artists couldn't make the tournament that were on the bracket. So I'm now I'm on my standby list, you know, making sure that gets filled in. Mm-hmm. Um, so many different things, but to be real with you, everything was really on point and schedule. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. And it seemed that way. And again, I couldn't be there. Unfortunately, I did really want to be there, but you streamed it on Twitch, which by the way, Shout good out job Weasel. to did, you. Did an incredible job. Of you and your team. Amazing job. So Weasel, Weasel and Manny, it. they did a great job. You guys. Yeah. Amazing work because again, people were live in the Twitch. Like everyone was popping out consistently. That lasted like eight hours, I think. Like it was, you we, guys, we, we streamed the entire event, the whole thing, and yeah. I, literally, I was there from the start to the end, Crazy. which was amazing, bro. Like the production was perfect on yep. it. And I was like, wow, this is like legit. And so, but something I saw a critique that kind of caught my eyes, just based on the people in the chat and stuff like that, the performers mm-hmm. and the performances. Mm-hmm. There was a critique about one critique was how oh, all these rappers are rapping over their lyrics okay. and it's already playing like why aren't they actually like freestyling or performing correctly are these the contest the performers not the contestants the performers not the, the contestants yep. the performers and you know they're putting their song and they're just like lip syncing or doing it to their music and that was a critique i saw they're like wait why are they just not going acapella this is their music sure i'm just curious to get your like ideas on that if i was an artist and i was going to go perform at a show like that i would be going over the beat without my lyrics you know I'd, i, I would want to go acapella over the beat um yeah personally but a lot of artists Maybe they're not developed there yet. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe they're they're nervous for some reason. I don't know. But if I was a manager, I'd tell my artist to to, to just memorize your lyrics, bro. Yeah. And, and, and you know, because at the end of the day, if, yeah. if, if 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 it's your own song and you can't go perform your own song, what are we doing? And I think that's what we were curious about. What yeah, do you do? I just wanted to see, like, did that make sense to you, or was that like your call or something? Or no, like they no, no, decided no. they had. I'll, a complete I'll be real freedom. with you. I, I don't think I really watch too many performances. Yeah. Um, I, I was moving around a lot, so yeah. I can't really remember too many performances, maybe a few. Um, but no, that's strictly up to the artists. I don't dictate how they perform. Mm. Um, they do their thing and they get their amount of time that they scheduled for. And um, but yeah, if you're an artist, I think you should go over the beat. Even when you're in, like, I just had a couple people perform in the studio just now for the show. Yeah. And they went over the beat. I think it's better to go over the beat. It sounds way better. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I mean, we have mutual agreement, but still the performances were good. Uh, one other critique I saw with the performances was why were there so many of them? Why was it so long? What was gotcha. the gap about like, yeah, yeah, I've heard that from a few people. There was a lot of performances. There was a big gap. I think with that bro is people were so wanted the tournament. They wanted the freestyle. Mm-hmm. They wanted the tournament. They wanted the competition. But you know, I also was doing this as more of a festival route and more of a, Yo, I had I had ten to twelve hours of the venue, so like on a business side of it all, bro, like I wanted to utilize my ten to twelve hours, and that's what I did. Now mm-hmm. the next run, do I have ways that I want to do this a little bit different? Yes, um, you know when you put twenty, my, my whole goal was this: is to get my twenty-seven performers on stage and to get the tournament over with. Yeah. So that that the, and make sure the tournament ended. Yeah. Tournament first, performer second, obviously, because we got to get the tournament done. Of course, N- number one. You know we got people that are competing and there's money. There's that was one. Um, I, I didn't know if I was have to cut some performers or not. If I had to, I would have, um, but we didn't have to. Um, so the number one goal was getting the tournament in and the performers. But yes, I did hear that critique. It is a valid point. And I do think of the next round, we'll figure out a way to do that. Maybe even we do a two-day festival, mm-hmm. the next one. Yeah. And, and people forget, again, like this is the first one. Like, and, and people also, bro, like when they do freestyle tournaments and shit, they don't involve 64 people. They involve yeah. about like 20 or 30, maybe 15 
64 is a whole different beast. It is crazy. I can only imagine what that was like to manage. And it's all a whole different stuff. beast. So, but again, it's such a good style. Like you guys executed it very well yep. because it was a good flow and every single round was super engaging. Like right after it started, I'm like, oh, this is going to be good. Like all the oh, matchups sure. were great. For sure. So overall, I think you guys did a great job on that. Um, to get into a little bit of controversy. Yes. Yeah. Okay. okay. Let's get into one I saw. Obviously, there's the big one. I'll save that for yeah. last. But one of the big ones I saw people were complaining about seems like, and I think you just reposted him. He was on a podcast, but Tyler Gill. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, this dude, credit to him. He did a great job as well. It seems like people were upset that he... He had a he couple won- controversial rounds. Of a couple, yeah. yeah, back to back. I think yeah. he, So he beat Quincy Scott yeah. all right, in the, the round, uh, I think round two, I believe. And that seemed like a controversy because everyone was either in the crowd also upset, on the chat everyone was upset on Twitch, Instagram people were a little upset. What did you think about that round personally now that it's kind of all wrapped up and you've been able to see it back a little bit? Here's what happened with that round. Um, Two-tone announced Quincy Scott as the winner right away. That wasn't the case. Mm -hmm. Um, And the winner was Tyler. And the judges were, you know, it was loud in there, and we were trying to um, let Tone know and let the stage know who won, and somehow the message didn't get circulated to um, to Tone. And Tone mm-hmm. announced Quincy, but it wasn't Quincy, and I'm sitting right there, and, you know, it was it was Tyler. Yeah. Um, and Tyler had a great night, and he was really animated. He, he had a great – that was the best night I've seen Tyler rap um, ever. I mean, ever. So he, he, really, he really had a good night, and he mm-hmm. really came in prepared. Um, I thought he did a great job that entire night, and – Tyler was the winner of that by the judges. Mm-hmm. There was no, you know, there was nothing going on there. <laughs> Tyler won the round based on the judges, you know, and that's based okay. on those three judges. Everybody else can have their own opinion, but those three judges, I think it was two to one Tyler, okay. I believe. And then come again, Tyler's up. Vidal Rula comes up out. Yep. and Tyler ends up winning that one too. That one seemed like an even bigger debate about it because everyone, but not to mention V obviously had a big support on his side on that. So again, like these judges. V's a heavyweight. Yeah, of course. And he was one of the, I think top 10, right? In your guys' bracket. Like he was number four or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he was, he was in top So five he was up. Sure. And again, it shows like, bro, both did amazing work. Of course. Um, like you said, like it's up to these three judges. I feel like a lot of people stop understanding that because the crowd was swaying a certain way. Two-tone was doing his thing. Everything like that. At the end of the day, like these judges make decisions for themselves. But what did you think about that one, that decision against Tyler again? And how did you think you you probably knew you're like, uh oh, this isn't gonna go well. Just know because again, it is their decision, but you probably knew like, uh oh, this probably is not gonna be the the vote that people wanted, and you know it's gonna be pinned on you. So I already knew going into this, bro, that I was gonna lose followers and I was gonna lose people that supported me immediately after the event. I already knew that. You got to understand where you're going into a a big event like this with a lot of emotions, it's not going to 100% go your way. You want it to 93% or 92% go your way and deal with the other 8% the following day or deal with that later on in life. Um, But you want to make 92% of the people happy and deal with the 8% the best way you can. And that's how I went into it. I knew that I was going to lose followers, which I did. People that I didn't think that I was going to lose, I did. People that I thought maybe I wouldn't, I did. Whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. So I knew that would happen. With V the ruler, he didn't... And I called V to, to get him in the tournament. Like, I wanted V in it. Yeah. Uh, I pursued V. Um, I wanted V in it because V could rap. And with V the ruler, he didn't have to enter this to prove anything to anybody. He already is a GOAT. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't have to prove anything. V can rap. V is an incredible artist. And uh, somebody that I respect 
in a lot of ways. So he didn't have to prove anything. I think why the judges picked Tyler that round is Tyler was very, very animated and very enthusiastic, and he had a lot of energy to him. And mm. I think that just really carried him. And um, that's my personal opinion on why Tyler mm. did really well. And lyrically, I thought he did great. Um, you know, I, I, I didn't listen to word by word of what V said or what Tyler said to be real with you. Um, so I, I can't tell you who I personally thought won that round because I didn't listen to it the best mm. way I should. Um, so I can't give you my opinion, but I'll, I'll check it out um, again. Um, but yeah, there was a lot of controversy. Mm. A lot of people thought V won. Um, but the judges went Tyler and, you know, they didn't know Tyler from a can of paint. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They heard of V before, you know, they didn't know, they didn't know Tyler from a can of paint. You know, no one did really. Yeah. So there really is no like personal There's, bias to do and, anything. And he, why, and like, and he didn't what? make the final four either. So it's not like there was like, this was rigged for Tyler Gill. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, nothing like <laughs> but that. You know how it goes. Like it's the same way with sports, you know, whatever doesn't go their way. It's automatic. Oh, controversy. Oh, this, oh, they're biased judging. Everything with this tournament was completely kosher as far as mm -hmm. legit. I didn't want to interfere in any way. It's not fair to anybody. Mm. Could my influence have maybe swayed a few things here and there? Maybe. Mm -hmm. um, but that's not the route I wanted to go. One, because once I start influencing the show, the whole integrity of the tournament gets thrown out the window. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then and then we get into probably the biggest controversy of the night. Chris Koch versus Dylan Jacob. Probably the matchup everybody was waiting for. Yeah. Again, they hyped it up before. We finally got it. Everyone, again, Chris Koch, an Arizona guy, correct? Dylan Jacob, Vegas. Chris Koch won the freestyle of the year on my show last year. And he's phenomenal. And, and again, both did incredible. Like, that is easily probably one of the best. It's epic. It's doing great on YouTube, too, by the way. Oh, it's Their incredible. battle's doing great. Yeah, no, and it makes sense. Chris Koch, Dylan Jacob, they do their thing. And now we're in a 15-minute, 20-minute wait for the judges. Yeah, it was like, it was like 10 to 10. Yeah. yeah. I was walking back and forth, so... Go ahead, continue. So my question is again, now that you've kind of settled down again and you've watched it back and you've reposted it and you've seen public opinion and you see all this, did your opinion on it on the night and now change? Do you believe the right winner won? Um, so if there was one person that I didn't want to have an issue with coming out of this event, it was Chris Koch. Um, I was in a lot of communication with Chris coming up to, to, to the event. Um, I even DM'd him the day before and told him I loved him and I'm wishing him, you know, the best of luck. Mm -hmm. Um, he's somebody that I supported hardcore on my show. Um, the past year, especially he won freestyle the year on my show. He earned it. He really earned it. He, mm -hmm. he went crazy. It's one of my best freestyles on the entire Maddie I show. Um, so it was unfortunate that this had to happen with Chris Koch and Dylan because, um, again, I'm cool with Dylan too. Dylan's my friend, mm. you know, that's, that's a known thing. People know that I'm cool with Dylan. Yeah. That's a known thing. I um, think that probably didn't help your case. Either, yeah. Right? But you know, so, that's just a known thing. And that's been a known thing. Like, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm, I'm friends with Dylan. Mm -hmm. Um, but Chris Koch's from Arizona. So let's just call it what it is for my platform. What would have been better that night? A Chris Koch win, yeah, not a Dylan Jacob win. Absolutely. It was for me to rig the tournament for Dylan. It makes no sense for the Matty I show, especially being in my own state in Arizona. It makes zero sense. It just it, literally, there's no narrative there. It makes zero sense for me to rig it for Chris Koch makes a lot of sense, right? Yeah. Especially with the crowd and everybody there and Koch winning the freestyle of the year on my show. And to be real with you, I'm a diehard Chris Koch fan. Um, so for me, like it made sense, right? Um, I think where the controversy comes into is that Dylan went acapella and we didn't express that rule as a committee and myself that you could go acapella or you couldn't. 
And I think that right there adds controversy to it as well because Dylan did go a cappella and we didn't say it was allowed or it wasn't allowed. And and technically, if Chris wanted to go a cappella, he could have. Yeah. Um. So that played a role into it as well. Um. And it's unfortunate how it played out because now Chris unfollowed me. I unfollowed him. Um. We're not on good terms right now. Mm-hmm. You know, he's been he's upset, and um. And I understand some of his frustrations, and you know, um, I tried texting him a few days ago, and I'm blocked. Um, okay, so, so got, yeah, yeah, it's real. Like our, our situation right now is not in a good place. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's unfortunate. And to be real with you, it kind of hurts because like, here's somebody that I'm in Arizona. Here's somebody that I truly was rooting for. I truly, really, really was rooting for. Um, and truly think he's extremely talented. Mm-hmm. I think with the right plays, Chris Coke is, could be the, the, the best out of Arizona. So it's unfortunate being in the situation we are today. And maybe that will change. Mm-hmm. Now, when you're asking me who do I think won that round, personally, I liked Chris Koch better than Dylan. Um, personally. I liked Koch's verse better than Dylan. Um, I thought Dylan's verse was great. I thought a little bit of it was corny, to be real with you. A lot of people like that, you know, I'll take my dick and slap it on your head. Yeah. I, I didn't like that line. Everybody <laughs> else did, though, but everybody liked that line. Yeah. I personally didn't like that line. Um, don't get me wrong. I thought Dylan's championship round was his best round. Phenomenal. Yeah, that was his best yes, round. Like yes. personally, I thought his championship round was incredible. Yeah. And his round against Chris Coke was incredible. Yeah. Personally, I don't know what it was. I liked how Coke flowed better. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the reason why Dylan got the the win with the judges is because he really attacked Coke. He was animated. He was yeah. touching him. He was grabbing his chain. He was in his face. He was really dissing him. Mm-hmm. Where I think if Coke were to be the aggressive Chris Coke that I know that he can be too, like when I saw him on bars on 95, mm-hmm. and I think if he was in your face, in Dylan's face, giving him that real Chris Coke feel, I think it would I think it would have been a different view. Um, but I do see where the judges could go either way. And to be real with you, Deshaun Corey, who won the tournament, said Dylan won that round. Um, Big Doobie, who was in the finals, said Dylan won that round. Mm-hmm. So there's two finalists right there that said Dylan won that round. And Arizona guys too, right? They're, Deshaun they're both- Corey won the tournament Deshaun and said Corey. Dylan won the round against yeah. Chris Coke. And then again, the judges, Arizona guys too, some of them. Um, so Lolo's Chicken and Waffles. That's who it is. Larry from Lolo's, who 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 owns restaurants out mm-hmm. here, he immediately voted Dylan. It was within, there wasn't even a budge. Mm-hmm. So personally... If I was judging that night, mm-hmm. I would have voted for Chris Koch that round. Mm-hmm. Now, um, I'm not taking anything away from Dylan because I told everybody Dylan's not to be fucked with. He's an incredible and artist. He proved that that night too. Yes. And yeah. he, he's incredible artist and incredible person. So um, Dylan's not to be fucked with lyrically. And I, I think everybody should understand that. Now. Even Deshaun Corey came out and said he needs to be respected. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just a fact. The Chris Koch situation is tough. Um and we'll we'll see where it goes. I think that, you know, the, we'll see where the future goes. Yeah. I'm curious to see. Two-Tone was very vocal that mm-hmm. round, okay? And I know the judges are basing it off of their own opinions and stuff like that. With the wait being 10, 15 minutes, with the crowd being so hype and energetic, and then with Two-Tone screaming at these judges and vocalizing his opinion on the stage as a moderator, 
Do you think that swayed any opinion? Do you think that might have upset some of the judges too? Like, yo, like you need to chill out. Okay, Dylan. So I think Tone, um, first of all, Tone did an incredible job. Amazing. Pr- pr- promoting this event up until the event. Yeah. He did, did an incredible job. I think he did a good job hosting the event too. Mm-hmm. There's a couple things that I think if he comes back and hosts that I'll talk to him about. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't want to control what Tone was doing. I wanted him to do what he does and let him be his own character and yeah. do what he does. Um, do I think that that helped? No. I do think that it did bother the judges. I mean, clearly you saw Jeter get up and it did bother them. So I, I don't think it helped. I don't think it was ultimately made the decision, though, either. I don't think it helped, though. And I think as a host, um, you want to give respect to each opponent mm-hmm. because Dylan still came up there and did his thing. And that's what the judges do is they judge. Um, the reason why it took 10 to 15 minutes is... I'll take some blame for that. Um, immediately, Larry from Lolo's, I mean, we're talking about from the moment that Dylan put his mic down, um, he voted Dylan. Like, there was not even a split second of oh, wow. that's it. So it was Dylan immediately there. And I understood the magnitude of the situation here. I also understood who I'm dealing with. I'm dealing with two people that could technically win this thing. Mm. I'm dealing with two people that were in the top five. I'm dealing with, you know, two people that I know that I've been on my show before. Yeah. Um, and I stressed to Lex and to Jeter, I don't care if this takes 20 fucking minutes, no matter how long this takes, you think, and you make sure you get this fucking right. No matter what, get this right. And I kept stressing that, get this right. Um, you can even see when Jeter called me, if you saw the live and Jeter called me over, that's when he told me who won. And if you can see my facial expression, I understood the moment of what was yeah. about to happen. I was I was nervous at that moment because I was gonna say I had no clue who was gonna win that. I didn't know Larry went. I knew Larry immediately went Dylan. Yeah. So I didn't know that. But I didn't want to go up there and be like, yo, you hear this crowd, you gotta take Chris Coke. I didn't want to do that because then I'm taking the judge's opinion away and I'm making it my fucking opinion. Yeah. And I'm taking the whole integrity away of the show. Um, could I have forced it and be like, yo, you need to do this? Maybe. But then I'm literally taking the whole integrity away from the yeah. show. So what I did was, is what I did when I said I started the show, is this is your decision. And I am out of it. You guys are here for a reason. This is your decision. I'm out of it. Make your decision. And I kept stressing that. And Jeter finally said we got our decision. Mm-hmm. Jeter voted Chris Koch. Larry voted um, Dylan. And Lex voted Dylan. Mm-hmm. And... Two to one, Dylan. Yeah. And again, it was a great round. Like, both of them did their thing. It was amazing. Overall, like, it was bound to happen. Honestly, either way it went, it was going to probably be some controversy regardless. Um, but you did the right thing at the end of the day. Like, you did leave it up to the judges. You told them take the time, which is good. I did, yo. They- I, th- I, th- I think next time, I won't be walking back and forth to the judges' tables. Because I do. I, I can see on the outside looking in, well, what is he doing? You know, so yeah. I can see, like, I get that. But yeah. the conversation was strictly, yo, make sure you get this right, please. Absolutely. And like three or four different times. That's the most important thing. Th- that's but all it was. It was a phenomenal round regardless. All right, and that takes us to the final round, right? Big four. They go up there again. Three Arizona guys versus Dylan, right? Vegas, Yep. if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Push your luck, Big Doobie, and um, Deshaun Corey. Deshaun Corey. And then, yeah, Dylan Jacob. Out of the four, personally, again, Deshaun, Deshaun Corey, I think you're right. And I think everyone agrees mm-hmm. he was the winner. That round he did was powerful. Like, the whole moment, the, he's the last one to go. You know, God did beat playing in the back. Like, everything about that whole moment was, like, perfect. Do you know what's funny, bro? Is he was in my top 10. I ranked him. 
Were you the one who made the top 10 rankings? Yes. It was you. Okay. Yes. All so right, all right. I ranked the top 10. Yeah. I did the seeding myself. Okay. Um, and I put him in the top 10. Keep in mind, Deshaun Corey had 1,000 followers at that point. I never heard a song of his. I didn't know anything about him. He was, was he ever? He was on your show? Never. Never. I never knew him until he entered my tournament. He was my first entry. <sighs> he was my first or second entry. I never knew him. I never knew of him. Yeah. He did time. He was away for a while and he came back and he, he talks about it in his, in his album actually. Mm-hmm. But he was away. He did time for a while. He just came back. I think he just got out recently. Okay. Did wow. like 10 years. So he just got back. Um, he talks about it in, in his project, Southside Story, that's out right now. Make sure you guys stream that by Deshaun Corey. Incredible person. Um, great person. He's going to be a judge at the next event we do. I saw that's dope. So um, this is what's funny about that. My first call was Mercedes, who's heavily involved here. She's Richie Evans' manager. She's very in tune to the culture here in Arizona. She's a GOAT. And she called me, and she's like, you know who's going to win your tournament, right? And I'm like, who? She's like, Sife. I'm like, who's Sife? She's like, Deshaun Corey. I'm like, give me a break. I don't know this guy. Who is this guy? (laughs) Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Deshaun Corey. Who is this guy? I didn't know who he was. Yeah. He's going to win your tournament, I promise you. Okay. Mercedes, sure. I got Oswin calling me. I got, you know, I got all these V, Oswin, Dylan, Coke. (laughs) You know, I'm hearing all these big names. Sure. Deshaun's going to do his thing. Cool. Then I start seeing um, my phone rings again. Bryce Breeze, Merkham's manager. Mm-hmm. Bryce, who knows a lot of the artists, right? Co- manages Chris Coke. Yeah. Deshaun Corey's going to win your tournament. Oh, man. Deshaun Corey's going to win your tournament. What's with Deshaun Corey guy? You know, like, who is this guy? Yeah, you're like, I got big people calling me saying Deshaun Corey's going to win your tournament. Bryce, he knows rap and hip hop. Deshaun Corey's going to win. Mercedes, she knows rap and hip hop. Two people, very prominent names, are calling me saying he's going to win your tournament. Okay, I'm taking it a little more seriously. Then I start seeing him practicing at 5 in the morning and all this shit. So then I'm like, you know what? I'm hearing all these, this stuff. He's taking it seriously. I'm putting him in my top 10. Put him in the top 10. Mm-hmm. So when I sat back that night, actually, before I went to bed, I said to myself, you know what? We did it. We got the right winner. Because you know what? Deshaun Corey won. The judges didn't know him from a can of fucking paint. They had no clue who he was. I promise you, they didn't mm-hmm. know who he was going into the tournament. They knew the they knew the the names, you know, the bigger names in there. And a lot of us didn't. Again, like a right. lot. I learned a lot of these names because of your facts, tournament. Facts, facts. Um, there's a lot of cool. Even the kid friendly, he's somebody that I really fuck with right yeah. now. Yeah. Um, but the judges didn't know him. They had no incentive to pick him. And then I said to myself, you know what? Mercedes called me two and a half months ago and said he was winning. <laughs> Bryce called me two months ago and said he was winning. And Deshaun won. I said, we did it. We picked the right winner. And I said, you know what? You're Out of all the rounds we had, I think we have over 100 rounds, you know, with everybody. Yeah. You're going to have a couple controversial rounds. It was unfortunate it happened between the Dylan and Chris Coke round. That was the one that I didn't want it to happen. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it was unfortunate in the mm-hmm. V and Tyler, but obviously the Dylan and Coke had a lot more yeah. um, volume to it. So... Um, I knew there was going to be some controversy, but I said to myself, you know what? We got the right winner because Deshaun won. Everybody thought he was going to win and he earned it. I mean, he really lyrically came in there and earned it. Mm-hmm. Great dude. Um, and really positive guy. Mm-hmm. And he deserves it again. Like the dude, I mean, he came again, in ready. coming from no, like nobody really knew who he was. Right. But it's like after the first round, wait, who is this guy? Right. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Exactly. And then, you know, I've seen your post and a couple other things like Deshaun Corey, Dark Horse, don't count him out. I'm seeing him. Well, bro, see, I was on top of my show I though. Two people. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I'm seeing, I'm like, 
man, they're just hyping up right. these randoms. No yeah. offense, of course. Respect to him. Nah. But I'm like, oh, they're hyping up randoms, like whatever. Because they have to, right? They Dude, have I was making blog posts about Deshaun Corey That's because, what I'm saying. because of the attention that people were feeding me, bro. I, yeah. didn't, I didn't know who he was. Exactly, because you're like, what do they know that I don't? What's going on here? Right. And that's got to be a weird feeling too, right? Right. you're like, who is this guy? Right. And he proved it, man. He right. went crazy. He proved it. And he that last it. round was the perfect, perfect. Yes. It was, it was like that made the whole night. It was like the perfect way to close it out. He did great, bro. And I'm happy that he won. Um, as promised, he got paid his $10,000 five minutes after he won. Mm. We counted it out in front of him. It was on video. He got paid. Dylan got his 1500 Big Doobie got his 500 Push Your Luck placed in fourth, mm. um, which is still great. Um, so at the end of the day, like the right winner won. It was a big moment for Deshaun Corey's career. Um, Ross saw it. Ross congratulated him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think uh, what what happens next for Deshaun Corey will be even bigger. He's going to judge the next tournament. Um, I'm working on that right now. I got some crazy names already involved in it. Um, I have all my three judges already. So, 64 again? Yeah, I'm doing 64. People are like, you're nuts. But you know what? I just did it, and I can do it again, and the demand's there. Like, people are begging me right now to sign up. Like I can right now... like. If I announce the event, I'm going to have 30 contestants by tomorrow morning, probably. Yeah. So people want to be involved in this, bro, because they also know, like, yo, we paid out. We did. We 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 were as advertised, minus a few little things. Yeah. Nothing was against the advertising. It was just like a few little kinks that we had to work out. When you do a 64 contestant tournament with 27 performers, <laughs> you're gonna fucking have a few little kinks that you're gonna have to figure. I don't care who it is. Yeah. Trust me. And at the end of the day, we did it pretty fucking good. Um. Yeah. And we got the right winner. And that's really the bottom line. Like no mm. one hit me up like, yo, you better give me my money back or some shit like that. Like, no, like at the end of the day, like it was what it was. Did you have a, a you know, being there live and stuff? Yeah. You picked the right winner hearing all four right when they were going to decide. Did you automatically think Deshaun Corey out of them too? Because Dylan Jacobs was amazing. I thought that was his best round. Do you like know his final four. Do you know was. what's crazy, bro? Is at the final four, I was so beat up <laughs> um, emotionally and like mentally. Yeah. That I couldn't even enjoy the final four. I'm gonna be real with you. I had so much going on in my head at that moment, um, especially after that Dylan. And, and, yeah, and just yeah. like everybody, yo, dude, like I can't explain to you that just when you have 64 people and 27 performers, and everybody's asking, "Can we do that? Can I do this? Can I get this person in? This person's here." It's just, it was a lot, bro. And at that mm-hmm. moment, I just almost wanted the night to be over. To be real with you, but. Mm-hmm. I, 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 Again, I knew the right winner was picked. I, I rewatched, you know, Deshaun's, and, yeah. and I watched all of his rounds. I, I was kind of out of the event at that moment, to be real with you. Yeah, and I and the judge, let the judges do their thing. You know, like that's what they're there for. So and, again, and like yeah, Dylan only lost by a half a point. It was twenty seven yeah. to twenty six point five. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was close. Um, but Deshaun Corey won, and even Dylan was like, "Yo, like you went crazy." Like he shook my hand afterwards. Yeah. Like it was crazy. Like no one was mad that Deshaun Corey won. Like, there was no controversy there, which, thank God. Because he, deser- he deserved it. Yeah, yeah. So, overall, again, I thought it was the perfect way to wrap it up. And, and it to was- take it to, like, that whole thing, too. Like, let's get back to the Chris Coke-Dylan thing really quick. Like, sure. to say that Matty Ice rigged the tournament for Dylan, because um, that's kind of what I think Chris Coke thinks or his team thinks, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the point of rigging it to him to win second place? storyline like but, okay but, but, we can't we can't give it to him so we'll give him second at least it just doesn't make any it doesn't sense, make sense but i'm saying maybe that there's the, more of a storyline for chris like if i had chris Coken, then it's all four arizona artists i can't lose yeah that would add and 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 you'd be a hero oh all four arizona this is great everyone's happy for my platform yeah it would have made it did great that deshaun Corey won for my platform south phoenix dude great and he deserved it so there's not taking that away from yeah that. 
And he could have still won if Chris Coke went in it. No, no doubt. Yeah. Uh, it wouldn't have maybe changed anything. But what I'm saying is, is that um, it just doesn't make sense overall. Yeah, it just doesn't make any sense because, mm. like, th- there's no narrative there. There's yeah. more of a narrative for me to rig it for Chris. Yeah. But again, like, it comes with these competitions. I get it. Bro, I get it. And there's a exactly. trust in there. And, you know. And so <laughs> let's talk about after the event. Mm-hmm. Again, overall, it's a very, very successful event. I am curious. You don't have to give me an answer on this specifically, but uh, monetarily, was it a successful event overall? There's so many moving pieces. So many people got to get paid. Yeah. Um, was it a successful event? Tone, in terms of that, Tone got paid very fair. Mm-hmm. Kyrie got paid very fair. The host Holdem got paid very fair. The very fair. The DJ. Um, everybody was paid on time. That's important. <laughs> There's not one outstanding invoice. And. Um, financially i mean bro we we sold out our bracket um we had a lot of moving parts and a lot of budgets and stuff like that mm-hmm. but yes it did so good that we want to do it again yeah and then we wanna, we're gonna do maddie ice fest and i'm working we're not gonna do it at warehouse 215 we're gonna do a different venue mm-hmm. and i um, want to talk to you about that for yeah, sure that's so coming. yeah we'll get into that yeah um so yeah after the event you wake up the next morning Happy birthday. birthday yeah. Happy birthday. Yeah. I went live and there was a bunch of controversy. I don't know if you saw that. I was in that live okay. eating it up. For People were accusing me of, I don't know if you saw what happened after that with uh, whatever. We'll, a couple. Yeah. So, so basically I was in the live and to be real with you, I was in my live and I think we had like 200 people in there at one point. Yeah. It was me, Dylan and Chris Coke. Like here. That was funny. There that was, was really some seriousness to there, mm-hmm. but there was also an entertainment side to that. Very interesting. You know, I'm trying to entertain at that point too. 200 people that are in there. I'm trying to like entertain the 200 people that are in there on my birthday. Like, but there was also a serious point to it as well. So like, you know, we got to also as people that are putting content out there, know where the line is. Mm -hmm. And then again, so, you know, my biggest live. (laughs) And it was a great live. Again, they kind of settled Chris and Dylan kind of talk a bit and it was like entertaining. It was like, okay, maybe there's not a lot of bad blood. Like it was hype. It got worse after. Cool. I I can only imagine. And then you're solo Uh and you see a couple people in the chat. Just saying some, yeah. you know, some stuff. Yeah, and I was hyped up that. And moment. I was gonna say, I can only imagine the feeling, the emotion, the adrenaline still mm-hmm. coming off of that high yeah. after all of this work, months of work, right. and the event. People that I know talking shit too. That's what I'm saying. So the switch up mm-hmm. from the people, I can't imagine what that's got to be like. Because again, I can only imagine the people there were always like, "Oh, Maddie, please, yeah, thank you, thank you so much Facts. for this." After the event, they didn't get what they want, or they weren't happy sure. about this decision. Oh, Maddie. Instantly talking. Sure. Instantly talking. Sure. How did that... And again, you, you blew up. You blew up on the IG yeah, I Live. Did. Yeah, I did. You just started going I crashed, off. I crashed up. Yeah. Which is natural, man. No, I like, crashed up, bro. It's yeah. natural. So... I think I crashed... I, th- I think it was a little bit... I think I went a little bit off. I think a, pe- a couple of people in my camp were mad at me for it. Um, but... They tried, they tried to stop you. <laughs> yeah. I just... I went off, bro. I, was, I really was in the moment. And I really... Yeah. Went, yeah maybe it wasn't the smartest move. Um, you happy you kind of got it off your chest, though? Or would you kind of regret I, I, it? I, I, no, I'm happy I got it off my chest. I think, I think I wouldn't have been so aggressive, but mm. I was also entertaining at that point. It was so, so like, yeah, so like at the end of the day, so like every time I'd scream, my numbers would go. Up. I so couldn't like, click it, was it like, off. I couldn't right, click so off. Like it was just like whatever, bro. I was living mm. in the moment. I was having fun, but at the same point, I was serious too. And um, yeah, it was it was awesome. So how have those how have those <laughs> relationships now that after the event, it's been three weeks, you know, certain things like that. You, you kind of told me a little bit. You're, you're moving a little different now. You yeah, kind of see the true side of things after all this is said well, and done. How's well, it been? Well, one, bro, like, you know, um, I've been doing this now for almost four years here. I've like 400 interviews in Arizona or 400 interviews on YouTube almost. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, when you 
reach a certain level, you just got to move a little bit different. I'm not saying like I'm at this crazy level of, you know, anything, you know, insane, but I think that I just, I'm going to move smarter now on who I deal with, who I'm talking to, where I'm going Mm. and how I'm moving, bro. And I think that as everybody grows in their field, I think you got to do that no matter what field you're in. And I'm definitely doing that now. And I'm definitely going to be extremely reserved. You're not gonna be able to get a hold of me anymore. Um, You're not gonna be able to just reach out to me. Like you, the people have been, I know who's who. For instance, you reached out to me to do the podcast. I reached, I reached I back really to me. I appreciate it. Yeah, that. but like, you know, yeah. just certain situations, bro. Like, I don't know a lot of these people. You know what I'm saying? So like, I'm very picky on who I'm going to talk to. I'm very picky about who I'm going to give my energy to. And um, I think that's just what it is, bro. Like, listen, you know, I'm dealing with, I have a lot of people in my phone that I deal with that are a little bit different and different rooms that I've been in. And, um, you know, I don't know if people, people understand that or take it seriously or not, but I know what's up. Yeah. I know some things that are coming. Um, so for me, like I just, I play my role and I think that because I'm not involved in the, the club life out here and that I don't go out and that I don't intertwine with the scene here, I think that it actually fucks with people more here because they're like, they feel like they have to do that. They have to go to the clubs and they have to mingle and do all that to make them pop and irrelevant. Yeah. For me, it's the complete opposite. I stay away from everybody yeah. and, I, and, and, and I move. You feel me? And that's, I think my lane. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, that kind of bothers people to be real with you is yeah. that fact that I'm not outside. Wait, wait, but also it makes sense because like. Again, you don't need to do that. One, two, hell, I mean, you're with Rick Ross. Like, that's your kind of like going out stuff. But not to mention, like, I don't think anyone can debate the love you have for Arizona in general. Like, people kind of switching up and being like, oh, yeah, he he's a just like certain I things. I could have done this said, tournament in Atlanta. I could have done it in Vegas. I could have done it in that's Cali. That's what I'm saying. Like, you really brought it to the city. Again, we don't have, and people talking shit in Twitch and stuff like that. Like, oh, look, this is why Arizona has shit events. Or, oh, look, this is why. Just just like little comments like that. And it's like, yo, you know how hard an event like this must be to put on? This is why people don't do it. Because even when they do it, there's no love. And it's like, yeah, we flew Lex in from Canada. He was just with Ross the night before at Ross's Canada show. He flew in to judge the event from Canada. Jeter's Ross's manager for the past 20 years came and judged the event. We had real industry heads in there. Um, uh, Curtis Young, Dr. Dre's son, witnessed the whole event. He, he was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dre's son was at the whole event. We had some industry people in there. We had Eddie Lacy from the Packers. We had a lot of people in there. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that it definitely brought an industry feel to Arizona. Fat Boy came and performed and yeah. shook hands with everybody. It definitely it came, it, it gave an industry feel to Arizona. Um, and I will say this, no matter how much you break this down, this event will be talked about 10 years from now. However, people will be talking about mm-hmm. this for a very long time, no matter how they break this down. There's yeah. too many people involved in it, too many different variables were in it, mm-hmm. and this will be talked about for a long time, however you want to break that down. Yeah, which is why, again, that's why it's disappointing like, to see it from an outside view, because again, like... We have people trying to make things happen like you. Right. And then people shit on it. This is why people don't do things here. Yeah, dude, but don't so, don't get me wrong though. There are some people that have that 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 maybe didn't like the outcome, but don't get me wrong. The demand is heavily there right now. And people fucking loved it. Like I've had, I've had very few people say that they didn't like the event. Even the people that lost thought that it was like a cool concept event. Like so at the yeah. end of the day, like it was a concept event. Mm-hmm. We did something completely different. We had vendors. I had vendors there from all over, you know, some, all over the country. I had vendors. I had fucking um, contestants. I had performers. I had liquor, drinks, and just bar. We had a whole bunch of sh- lolos. We had a whole bunch of yeah. shit going on. Yeah. So like, it was a concept event. And again, you can't make every single person happy, but you tried to make them absolutely, happy. absolutely. And for the first event, it was amazing. Do you plan on doing the next ones different states, starting to kind of bracket it out, or are you Dude, staying I have, local? I have so many investors and people that are hitting me up 
to do this in other markets and other states. Like mm-hmm. they look at us as the leader of this now. Like we, yeah. some people are like, yo, you actually were able to put this together and brand it the right way with the 16 bar freestyle. So like, I, I do think this is going to be a major, major thing for the Matty Ice show. Um, it's like my, my child now, like, what am I doing next? Like what's yeah. next? So like, I think that was the depressing moment of right when I walked out of the venue and got to the Uber to the hotel I was staying at. I think that that's when that depression kicked in. I was depressed after the event. Like the, mm. the minute after the event, it was like, I felt like I just lost my girlfriend. It was really weird feeling, bro. Not that like the event went bad or anything. It was just like, it's over with now. And I was really depressed. I couldn't, like I wanted to cry. It was fucking weird, bro. <laughs> how I felt like immediately after I'm talking about five minutes after I was depressed. Yeah. Um, but that's because of all the work you put in all the way. Yeah. And it's, it's over like, with now. And like, you know, and like what's next. And I think that's where it's at now is like, what's next. Okay. We mm-hmm. did all that, but I'm a big, what's next guy. What's next. Yeah. So what's next? And now like I had to take a week and I'm like, no, people are telling me I can't throw events here in Arizona. People are telling me, no, okay, let's announce the Matty Ice Fest. You know what I'm saying? So like, I'm all about foot on the gas. Let's keep going. Mm-hmm. Um, let's keep going. And, and to be real with you, demand is there. And I wanted to do the 16 bar tournament once a year in Arizona. And I want to do the Matty Ice Fest once a year in Arizona. So two different things. The Matty Ice Fest will have the tournament at the fest. Mm. but we'll have one strictly for a tournament and then one will be the Matty Ice Fest. So that's what I'm going to try to do like twice a year here. And then I have crazy ideas of like, um, I have one crazy idea right now. I haven't even talked to Ross about this, so I don't even know if yeah. I should say that. So, but I, I have some crazy ideas. And are these all Ross backed? Like he, the Matty Ice Fest, is this a solo project? The Matty Ice Fest is not backed by Ross. Okay. Um, Bel Air will be involved in it. Mm. Um, and the this tournament wasn't backed by Ross. Yeah. He had no business... And it all besides Bel Air being a, you know Just, heavily yeah. involved in it. Gotcha. Um, and, and Ross supports what I do, and um, I think that was the main kicker with it. He did a bunch of drops and got yeah. in his camera and video drops and all that stuff. Helped a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, Ross will definitely be supporting this event. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't know to what capacity, but I do have some ideas in the future that I want to work with Ross on. This Good event. man. And again, I think that's why Rick Ross like genuinely like he sees the work you put in. We talked about it six months ago in the last episode. The work you put in is legit, and he sees that, and he respects that work. Like you can see that. So I think it's dope what you're doing, Maddie Ice Fest. Talk to me a little bit about that now. Uh, what do you what like? You said you're gonna have you know like the freestyle competition a little bit integrated in there. What do you imagine this fest being like? What what is it gonna be more of like an entertainment side of things? Is it still rap culture based? Is so it's, it- it's gonna be hip hop culture based for sure. Um, we're gonna have Bel Air heavily involved in it, Vion mm-hmm. heavily involved in it. Um, what I'm gonna do this different this time is you know last time I was just having the performers come and perform and I really didn't give them much tickets or like kind of manage them on what to do mm-hmm. this time. I'm going to give them like 50 tickets and sell them. Do go do Go show your friends. Like give them to your friends, give them out whatever you need to do. So we're going to have a lot more people in there mm-hmm. based on that aspect of it all. I'm giving them performers tickets to, to do what they want with them. Um, we're going to add, I believe a comedy show. Oh, fun. Okay. So we're going to add comedy tournament, um, Performers. performers, vendors, drinks, well, um, like a, a concept event, and a $10,000 prize, maybe even more. Mm. Um, and the judges this time, we know Deshaun Corey's been announced. Um, heck, I'll say this right here, right now. Um, I've not told anybody this, but we are in talks right now who actually said he's interested and wants to do it, um, Baron Davis. Um, so BD it looks like is going to be a judge for the Matty Ice Fest. No He way. said yes. Um, so I've talked to Baron. Baron said yes. But we have to work out the dates and the logistics behind it to make sure he can do it. 
And um, just to bring up Baron really quick, somebody that I have the most respect for, and he's you know he's a goat himself. Yeah, he's been um, talking about an artist named Bart Oatmeal, um, who he thinks is incredible, and he sent me some of his music. And Bart can really rap. He has a real West Coast sound. So I'm looking forward to bringing um, Baron's artist Bart on the show as well, Bart Oatmeal. Mm-hmm. Um, but Baron is somebody that saw the previous posts mm-hmm. of the tournament. And he's like, yo, this is super dope for the for the culture. And the, I, I love this. So I DM'd Baron maybe a couple weeks ago or a week ago. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yo, I really want to have you as a judge for this event. And he's like, I'm down. Let's turn it up. Let me know the the details. So that's where we're at right now. But it looks like um, we have Baron Davis as a confirmed judge mm-hmm. pending the date that we pick. Um, and then we have Deshaun Corey, who has won. And then um, my final judge... I'll leave that um, for when we announce it, but it's somebody that's very big. Cool, man. Oh, that's going to be sick. Yeah, so we got, you know. This is dope. A great panel, you know. Yeah. um, And a great networking event, too, by the way. Like, yo, if you want to network with artists, there's nowhere better to network than the 16-bar freestyle tournament or the Matty Ice Fest. Yeah. You're in a room with hundreds of artists and their managers and their A&Rs and their labels, and Mm. it's just like a room of networking, man. Yeah, no, and I definitely want... This is happening in November, right? Matty Ice Fest? Okay, so... Or is it being Yeah, no, November is... is. Listen, I announced it. Mm-hmm. Matty Ice Fest is happening. It's happening within the next... I mean, it's happening right now. It's in motion already. Mm-hmm. I'm in motion. This is not like a one, two, three thing. Let's get it together. Absolutely. Um, November is the goal right now. It could change to January. So it's going to be November, January, the Arizona Hip Hop Fest in December. That's their month. I want the Arizona Hip Hop Fest to have a big month. Yeah. Um, shout out Justice and everything that they're doing. So... I'll be behind that helping the Arizona Hip Hop Fest cool, in December. Um, so we won't be doing it in December. So it's, if it's not going to happen in November, it's going to happen in January. So it's either November or January, but it is happening November or January. Personally, I almost want it to be January to give me a little bit more time to relax and just to be able to just ease into it. Yeah. Um, you know, last time I, I, I was 45 days out and I had to do everything in 45 days. So we did it. Um, but yeah. you know, I, know, I know what that is too. I'd like to have more time on my side, but November is still plenty of time. And it looks like... I would say it's 50-50 right now, November, January. We're yeah. dealing with that today. Like today was a okay. big day. So, you know, as the days go on, you'll start to hear more about it. Got you. And again, like we're looking forward to it, man. I, I'm excited. I'm, we need I, another tournament. And hopefully, you know, hopefully we can get um, somehow we can get this Chris Coke and Dylan thing um, resurrected somehow. I don't know too. how. I don't know how we're going to do it, but it's mm. in my head to make that happen again. And that'd be um, amazing. Again, for the culture, for, for everything, I that'd think, be amazing. I think, I think fans want to see that. Yeah. I think people on Twitch want to see that at this point. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You know, Everyone wants to see that. And, you know, again, regardless of what you decide to do, man, you, you, you got a great thing going. I think this is what we needed, a competition like this, something to liven everyone up and bring people together. At the end of the day, it's a competition, but it was dope to see everybody in that room together, everybody talking and freestyling, having fun, because at the end of the day, it really is just about loving your craft, right? So the money's cool, the notoriety is cool, but it's something you should love to do, and it's dope to see, because again, you you really brought the city together. Dude, using kid-friendly as an example... Like, I had no clue who he was before he entered this tournament. And he's somebody that I have my eye on right now. Heavy, the, you know, the kid-friendly, the friendliest kid. He, I thought he could have won the whole tournament. Mm. I thought he did a great job coming in there as, like, an underdog. Um, but guys like that, that I had no clue who they were. Now yeah. I know who they are. Like, we had a lot of people come to the show that were, that were very talented, 
that we didn't know who they were until they came. Yeah. Even Jazzy J, that female artist she, that... Oh, my gosh. Right. She was insane. Like, bro, like, look at that. And here, you know who she is now. Yes. But if she didn't enter, you had no fucking clue. I had no clue. That's why she was on the phone with me maybe a week before to enter. She was one of my last entries. And I'm like, Jazzy, enter. You're going to do great. I know you can rap. Enter. It's going to be big for you, win or lose. Even if you lose, this is going to be big for you because you're going to be getting notoriety and you're rapping and showcasing your skills. Yeah. You don't have to win to be the biggest thing for you. Absolutely. She lost early in the round. She's she lost a, to Dylan. She's the, won her first. Yeah, she's the female I remember out of that whole competition. And she lost in the early round. To Dylan. Yes. And so I'm like, yo, this is She gave Dylan a run for his month. Dylan said that was his hardest round. I, I don't blame him. She's crazy. No, and again, like, you're right. Like, no matter win or lose, I show your best. no clue about a lot of those artists. And now I, I can't forget them. Right. Because they put on such great performances. Right. And I, I can't be the only one. Right. So many people now know their names. She's getting crazy views off her, off the turn. Absolutely. So win or lose, this is content-based. Yeah. And you're showcasing your skills. Look at a guy like Oswin Benjamin. Oh, he's who, phenomenal. He's fucking incredible. So one talented. of the best lyricists I've ever seen, so right? Talented. He could have won the whole thing. Yeah. I think I think, I think think he actually lost to Deshaun Corey t in that final round he to get did, to uh -huh. the final. I think that's who he was matched up with. I believe so. I think it was Oswin versus Deshaun. I'm pretty sure. They were in the same bracket, and I know they, they I think they faced each other. To, mm -hmm. I think they did. They had to have, right? Yeah. It shows that I couldn't watch much of the tournament. <laughs> but I do think that, I know they were in the same conference. Mm -hmm. So I think they faced each other. But even guys like Oswin, he won a few rounds, and he like he was my first text the following day. Like, bro, thank you so much. It was an incredible event. Great, great event. Um, and super appreciative of, of coming, bro. Mm -hmm. Like, guys like that, that meant a lot to me. That's how it should be, man. Yeah. At the end of the day, bro, again, to give you your flowers because you have been getting beat up online. Man, you did it in some ways, job. though, but like in a lot of ways, I'm getting a lot of. Which, yeah, and crazy. again, I'm, but, but like you deserve it, man. Like, this is not easy work. If it was, why wouldn't have someone done it already? Right. Right. So, again, bro, to give you your flowers, you did an amazing job. You, the rest of your team, I'm looking forward to seeing the next one. This one was so hype. Please keep bringing them. There's going to be controversy. You did amazing, yeah, man. You can't help me, bro. At any tournament, you can't. You're going to have controversy, no always. matter what. And, and it's good. It is not, like, it's not always bad, but, you know, some things can get a little rocky. But I'm excited to see what you got stored, man. Like, you know, just think of six months ago, I remember you were kind of like sitting there. You were like, yeah, I think I'm, I'm about to start getting it going again. Right. I remember that. Cause That's I was what actually, you said. My, I was you were my... kind of stalling for a second because yeah. you were taking it. And you were like, I'm going to go. And I was like, all right, let's see it. Man, you no, I, I did. Crazy. I did turn it up after that. Crazy. I think I remember. Yeah. Crazy, and I, bro, I I'm so appreciative of you being here. I love having these conversations with you. Most definitely. Such a smart guy. You're such a dope guy, and you're genuinely so real. Um, but yeah, thank you for being on, man. That's really all I have. Like, I think that covers the whole tournament. Um, we'll do the we'll do the uh, post Maddie Ice Fest interview. We uh, got to. That will be fun. That'll we'll, be fun. There'll man. be drama. I promise you. Oh, there'll be always, another. There'll bro, be another storyline, bro. I promise you. <laughs> but, hopefully, um, you know, hopefully, I want to leave this interview knowing that, um, you know, I want to let everybody know that my heart was really there. It still is. Um, and I think out of the entire tournament, the shittiest thing that of it all is my relationship with Chris Coke. Mm -hmm. And I think that out of anybody. He was like my my dog, like I'm, and as far as like on the on the platform, like yeah. we weren't like friendly really outside of you know we talk here and there, but we weren't like best friends or anything like that. Mm -hmm. But like on a platform level of like you know people knew Chris Coke from my show, people knew my show because of Chris Coke. Mm -hmm. um, so I think you know on that level at all kind of shitty. Um, yeah, but let's see what's next, um, and let's see what happens. But. I can't yeah. even text a guy. I'm blocked. So yeah, you never uh, know. Time healers. Yeah, time, yeah, heals time heals all. And wounds, you know, so. um, right now he's on my head. 
Um, so um, I think he he put up a post a week ago, like ice doesn't last long in the desert or something. Oh man! But <laughs> so just stuff like it's that. Kind of a cool line. Um, but at the end of the day, um, mad respect to all the artists that competed. Shout out to Sean Corey, the champ. Um, the champ who won, mm-hmm. um, well-deserved. Make sure you guys stream his project. Shout out Big Doobie. He got a project coming, um, The Biggest Cactus. Um, and, and Push Your Luck is a guy that made the Final Four. Shout out Dylan. Um, Dylan's incredible and um, 21 years old, by the way. And uh, I think Shout did, out 21-year-olds. Let's go. <laughs> didn't help that. I was just in the club with him a few days ago. Uh, <laughs> but you know what? It is what it is. Everybody knew that. He lives in Vegas. Yeah. So like, um, Shoot, you live in Vegas. Bro. Yeah, bro, I'm there a lot. Yeah. It's my second home. Um, I love Las Vegas. I love the, yeah. it's crazy. I've been starting to go to like the local Vegas, like, you oh. know, dude, local Vegas is super dope. Like I'm talking about like 15, 20 minutes off the strip, Yeah, but like they have everything's 24 hours, like all the restaurants. And we're talking about like nice fine dining, like yeah. good fucking Chinese Thai places, 24 hours. Like I think that's super dope about Vegas is like everything's 24 hours. So, like mm. it's cool. You can just get about it. Dope, man. Well, again, I appreciate it. Um, I thought this was a great episode. We'll see how yeah, it goes yeah, again. Great. This is the first interview you've really done. Since My first, and to be real with you, I'm not going to even do another one but based on this. This is it. So I have nothing else really to say. I've said it I all I think here. we've covered it all for the most part. I, got I hope, else. Yeah, I, I, hope I didn't miss anything. But yeah. yeah, man. Excited to see what you do next. Sure. Matty Ice Fest. Check it out. Bel Air. You know all this stuff. You know this man. Check him out in the description below. Um, yeah. We hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Please leave a like, comment, subscribe. And we will see you guys next week. We love you all. The Heating Up Podcast is out. Let's go. Shout out heating up.